Thursday, also known as pre-Friday, May 28th. I'm Mrs. Byers. And I'm Mr. Nemro, and you're listening to the Patriot Podcast. So on this last podcast of May for us, um, we've got two um, delectable days to celebrate. <laughs> um, it is International Hamburger Day. And if you're into more fancy meat, it is National Brisket Day. So it is a day to celebrate being a carnivore. Uh, so again, you've forced me to look up random things because of all this. Americans eat almost 50 billion burgers a year. That, billion. That's three hamburgers a week for every person in the, in the United States of America. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. And I don't eat hamburgers that often. So somebody's so making yeah, up for mine. You're not even contributing. No, no, but I wonder how, I wonder if we would be as hamburger loving society if it weren't for like McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, you I know, feel like and then everything that was spawned after McDonald's, Burger King and all yeah, that. Yeah. They're, they're, they're churning out a fair amount of them. No shirt. No, they are. No, no doubt. They are indeed. Let, let's, uh, let's jump right into the topic of the day today. Cause I, I, I think it's a good one and uh, I think we'll chat about it a little bit. Um, and, and later we'll bring on one of our, our, uh, most avid listeners, uh, Miss Landry is going to join us, uh, which that was a fun interview and we'll, we'll play that later. It was. Um, so the question today, Janine is where do you find inspiration? And this could be professional or personal or current times or, or just anything. Where do you find inspiration? Oh gosh. So many, so many places. Um, I think, uh, I find inspiration from, um, interacting with people. Um, whether it be short interactions or people I know that I communicate with regularly, like their ideas. Um, wit inspires me. Pe yeah. Other people's wit definitely inspires me. I love, I love intelligence and humor combined. Um, yeah, kindness inspires me for sure, for sure. Um, music, music definitely inspires me. Um, do, you, do you find specific musicians or specific people's wit or thing like are, are there are these instances that you think that you're inspired by or are they specific like do you you have like a go-to like when i this music this song this person you know i find to be you know i need something and they'll give it to me right when it comes to music um there are there are certain musicians um that i can go to and just push you know shuffle on you know, whatever songs I have of theirs and they, they can give me inspiration no matter what I need at the time. Um, for sure, for sure. But then there's also like when I'm out in the store and I hear a song and, you know, if you've ever been in a store in vicinity of me, I am usually singing l loudly enough for people around me to hear along with whatever's being played and likely dancing to it too. Um, so, you know, I feel like it comes in both, you know, um, things that I see out but also things that show up and then when it comes to wit and humor it's the same i don't know if i seek out people but you know some people that i consider my closest friends you know they bring me regular um joyful um you know moments from yeah so um yeah i also um you know we spoke to melinda before doing our part of this podcast and um depth nature nature like i especially during these times when i go on a walk um i i find myself i'm sure people are like what is that woman doing because a lot of times my head is turned to like the woods that is near me right. um because the walks i do have woods almost in all areas and so i'm you know my head's turned like 45 degrees to the side <laughs> and i'm looking at you know 
whatever nature there is to look at just um just kind of like that is you know it's it's amazing to me so i don't know if that's the, the deepest answer i could give but yeah um i, I don't think, yeah i don't think inspiration has to be a deep thing necessarily i think um uh, the first thing that popped into my head was very just top level like i love quotes um it's ironic <laughs> in our division and labor on the podcast that i do the quote every i love yes quotes and i find some quotes um even super simple ones to still be profound um agree it's one, it's and one, it's interesting though that i find the quote that yeah. you say every day yeah. that i'm the researcher yeah, of the yeah. i love it I, I love it because every time it's like oh man that's a that's a good one that's a doozy um yeah that is no, so true yeah, very I, true i it's one of the things i love about the structure of our building i love all the quotes around our building and i love when i see one and i'm like man i don't know if i've i don't know if i've read that one in a while or things like that. Um, agreed. Agreed. When I, even if it's one that I walk by every day, I try to read it and, and, you know, ruminate on it a little bit. Cause you know, on that given day, it can mean something different um, than it normally does. Yeah, yeah. For, definitely. Um, yeah. It's funny how sometimes they, they speak to you when, yes. you're in a, when you're in a spot. I think the big picture in, in as silly as this sounds, I am inspired by, and this sounds so silly as I'm saying it, but it makes me think of Serb. I'm inspired by greatness, but I don't think it has to be for those that don't know sir i don't know if you know this but sir will tweet every now and then or he'll say yes. something or the signature on his email it'll just be greatness yes. and all caps. greatness yes shout out to sir um, shout out but i i think it not just you know I, I i was an athlete and am a coach and things like that and I, so i don't necessarily mean like athletic like i'm inspired by things that are just you know i, I was watching a I've watched a couple of videos, <laughs> you know, God, all of us are watching videos, just going to the end of the internet, finding things, right? trying to find it. And I watched this video. Uh, this sounds so silly. I watched this video of, you know, how big a tuna fish is like the actual fish itself. Like they're massive. I do not. The, they're huge. They're as big as like two or three people. You know, and, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Sorry. I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Of the things that won't get edited out that will not, that is a keeper. Um, <laughs> it's a keeper. They're, they're humongous. Like a tuna fish can like a, uh, can sell for hundreds of thousands of dollars because of, you know, it's like wow. $18 a pound and this thing is, you know, 500 pounds or whatever. And I found a YouTube video of um, them getting a, a chefs getting a fish into the restaurant and it's like a 25 minute video and they break down the entire fish. And wow. I literally went to the store and bought tuna and made sushi. <laughs> right. So like right. the simplest things I feel like, like I was just, it was so impressive. Like their knife work is so impressive. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think any specific, similar to you, I guess. I don't know that any specific thing is like when I need inspiration, I read this poem, but right. I, I think especially now with the way we're living in these kind of pandemic -y times of finding something so simple to inspire you to do something, even if it's something so simple, right? Like we're, right. we're taking stock of the little things. I feel like a lot more now than we have in the past. And so, you know, watching my kids do things obviously is inspiring. Sometimes like I want to be of a better course. dad or I want to be a better husband or I want to do those things because I want to be like, I, I feel like those are the obvious ones. And for of me, course. for me, the quotes are good, but yeah, I find myself, you know, the, the little, little no. like odd little things have been inspiring over the past couple months and, and not inspiring like life changing ways, but it have inspired me to do very specific things, if that makes sense. But I think, I think, um, I think you bring up a good point that, um, 
you know, you say not inspiring in life-changing ways, but in a way, you know, anything that inspires you, even if it's a small amount of inspiration. Um, so I think, I think you made a good point that greatness can, can be on a large scale or it can be a small scale. It can be like a student in class, um, that, you know, has struggled to, you know, they have anxiety issues and they have a hard time, you know, speaking out and you see them have a great conversation with another student. And um, yeah, like just seeing that or um, yeah, just seeing someone doing their job well, like all whenever I drive by like construction crews um, and I just look at the people doing their job well and I'm like, yeah. So I think greatness um, is can be in large, large elements or just, you know, snippets and moments. Yeah. yeah I, think I think I'd sort of collect my inspiration. I don't know if I necessarily seek it out. I think, you know, as those moments go along, I sort of collect them and put them in this sort of mental folder. And so that when I need inspiration, right. you know, there's something there I can be like, Oh, well that person, you know, I saw this person do this or this person said this, or there's that quote that, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think you make a good point. And I think, and I, I know I speak for both of us and that some of the most inspiring things that we have, unfortunately right now we're without because we work in a school, not just because, you know, we like July, but because that setting is, is cool for us. And I thought our, um, our, our talk with Miss Landry really spoke to some of that. So let's, let's play that so we can talk about or hear ourselves talk about, um, yes. the inspiration that we get on a daily basis. As, as educators. Two, one, go. And today we have a super duper special guest. Um, I would say that um, this amazing human being is truly our number one fan, um, slightly edging um, Mama Nemero, slightly. <laughs> but um, Melinda Landry, she wears many hats. She is an, a pre-AP bio and AP environmental science teacher. She's the Eco Club sponsor. She's the sustainability coordinator for Patriot. She is the uh, a master naturalist and she is the Patriot Masters. So Melinda Landry, welcome to the show. So, so happy to be here. And yeah, unfortunately, nobody on. else gets to see your lovely faces but me. No. Although I, I will say after our last episode, I don't know if you guys heard speaking of lovely faces, because there was a lot of Twitter back and forth. Um, about Dr. Waltz, but the avocado toast, uh, chef Stevenson is a big, uh, avid listener also. And she picked up on the toast and is like ready to go. And I was like, that should be a live. We should do a live Google yes, Meet episode right. where yes. we, we'll post a video too and have some right. actual, like we could do it in people's kitchens. Yes. Not, yeah. My daughter, my daughter actually makes avocado toast quite regularly. I, I don't know so that it's I knew a, that was a thing. thing. I, yeah. I feel like I need to get on this. I love avocados. I don't care for toast much, but I could, I could slum it to try something with an <laughs> avocado. Yeah. Right. Uh, avocado is becoming, it's becoming like a condiment. Like you can do anything with it. You can, you really it's, can. It's pricey though. So, you know, you have, to, you have to budget it a little bit to make sure that yeah. you, you, you push those avocados and not do them every day, but maybe on special days. When, right. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a Tuesday C. thing. Oh, yeah. That would be Tuesday <laughs> avocado my favorite. day. I'm only sad that I'm not on, on a Tuesday. Right. Sorry. Pre-Friday though. It is pre-Friday, pre but, yeah. but Friday yeah. really means nothing these days. Yeah. <laughs> really, Friday is just the day. It's yeah, it's just a day. I, really. Yeah, I, I work seven days a week these days. It yeah. seems so. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. Very true. I Very will say true. another. Eventually, when this podcast just explodes and we have you know people beating down our doors, we'll have to do these uh, plugs for actual money. But Lidl, great for avocado shopping. Mm. 
I am. I say Lytle. Am I saying it wrong? Oh, I don't know. Is but Lytle now, wrong? I, now you've messed We're me up. We're gonna have to look that up. I'm gonna have to look that up. Lytle. How Lytle. I'm gonna look it up. This will be. This will be like when I this odd story. Uh, I big. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, and I read the entire uh, first or second book. I can't remember. I got through like two books before the first movie came out, and and the first movie comes out, and I'm like, I'm like shoving little kids out of my way. Like I'm getting a good seat. Like you guys, better, <laughs> you guys, you guys, might, yeah, you guys might think you want to see this movie. I like, I am in. Like this is, I'm in. And the first time Hermione comes on, and they said her name, I was like, huh. So it's not Hermione. <laughs> right. right, right. Oh my goodness! Right, yeah, I had, so true. Had no idea so how to say it. You had to be put in your place. Yeah, right? and, and it, I, I learned about your Harry Potter love through the earlier podcast, and I yeah. sent you a picture of my cat Tesla yeah. right. posed underneath our Harry Potter books. Yeah. Right. This is why why Melinda is our best fan because she will listen to an episode and then tweet um, things related to what we've talked about or reactions to she's a very interactive guest I, so. I just need i just need that communication hey <laughs> well, students out there who are listening it would be nice to communicate with you too yes, yes. indeed yes indeed. communication yes. these days is really it's it's the bee's knees it really it's is the best it's it the is. best so so much of it is so odd i we me and uh, a couple of friends were talking recently about will we ever go back to in some like forms of what we do, will it ever be the same again? And I, I really wonder. I don't think so. I think that, um, I don't think so. I feel like, um, you know, think about greeting people like handshakes, right, mm -hmm. right. So much. um, birthday celebrations. We aren't going to be blowing on our candles to spit all over cakes before people eat it. No, not going to be the I same. don't know. Maybe for some of us, but there's people out there who their behaviors haven't changed at all. So... Um, I think that that's, it's going to be more of another division. Are you a, are you oh. a post COVID person or are you yeah. a non COVID person? I, I think even though just some of the, like, it, it's funny, like, you know, for those of us with iPhones, but I know you can do this on an Android too, but like, you know, like if I got a FaceTime with, from somebody that was like unannounced, like it wasn't like a, a text that was like, Hey, can we FaceTime? Right. I'd be like, what the heck? Like who, I know. who does that? And now it's like, all I get is FaceTime. Right. Now <laughs> you're like, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Communicate with yeah. visuals. And I see love someone's it. face. My 89 year old father has learned how to FaceTime. Oh, that's awesome. It is. It is amazing. So when I get a FaceTime, unannounced, of course, at any time of the day, he just wanted to say, hi, how are you? That's it. I mean, nothing big. That amazing. Yeah. That's it's amazing. Very similar to my, awesome. my seven-year-old has an, uh, an iPhone that is not an active phone anymore. So it's really just uh, an iPod, really. But it uh -huh. has an iTunes account on it so she can FaceTime. And I'll get FaceTimes from her from like upstairs. And I'm like, Madison, right. I, come down here. <laughs> just, right. I am not. Or I'll answer and be like, what? And she goes, what are you doing? <laughs> We're in the house together. Like, just come here. Right. Well, yeah. I have to say I'm a little guilty because I have all adult children. And so we may be in the house together and I will text my son and say, hey, <laughs> yeah, do this. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's sort of the norm. Yeah. Sort it's of so, the norm. Yeah. I hate to tell you, I'm just like your daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in, 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 in all honesty, we probably all should be a little bit more like Madison Nemro because that girl's killing it. So 
She is. She's an amazing um, human. Melinda, we want to get your your take on our topic of the day. Janine and I were talking about this, and I think this is a. It, it's funny how our topics kind of bounce around from thing to thing, and I, I really I really like this one. Uh, so the topic of the day is where do you find inspiration? And and you can go any direction with it. It could be yes. work related. It could be, you know, in your in, you know personal life. It could be just generally. Where where do you? It could where, be in current times. Sure. It could be anything. Sure. Where do you pull there's, inspiration from? Yeah, there's so much. Well, I'm sitting outside on my deck while we're doing this podcast. And so, number one, I find a lot of my inspiration just watching nature. It's some it's something simple. I'm I'm watching these brown cowbirds and as they they're such an amazing creature. They have evolved to be able to get other people to do their work for them. They lay their <laughs> egg into somebody else's nest. Now, okay, I'm joking about getting other people to do their work, but it's it's just fun to to watch things out there and feel inspired to be more in tune with nature. But I guess for work, what inspires me the most are the students. And that's part of what I'm missing so much. I miss that face, that facial interaction where you're looking at their emotions and their expressions and the tone of their voice. And my goodness, that, that is what I feed off of as a teacher. So I think that inspiration is probably what I've been trying to find ways to overcome um, that loss uh, these last few weeks. It's difficult for me. It's all that, but there's there's an energy in a classroom, and every class has its a unique energy, and um, you can't capture that no. on a Google Meet. And and no, not at all. It, I think for for those of us that really thrive, that it's our life's energy, the connection. Um, it's so, it's been a hard adjustment for me, even when, um, yeah, it's so hard cause it's not the same. It's no. not the same and you can't, and I'm sure I'm not even as dynamic as, but the students it's you, it's been an interesting adjustment to adjust to, um, what, what they feed back to me. And, you know, because it's usually, I don't see their face. A lot of my students don't, you know, which is totally fine. And, um, and so it's just, it's different, but you have to learn to just sort of be grateful for that because it's better than not communicating at all. It's weird. I think too, because it's, it's an odd time of year in that in a typical school year, while we don't love, well, I'll speak for me while I don't love the amount of testing that we do, Sometimes some of the really cool moments are kids that either thought they weren't going to pass or thought they would just barely pass. And then they, you know, they do great. Um, Some of those interactions where the kid comes to you and and they're so proud of themselves that that we're we're being robbed of that. Like one of my... One of my favorite stories, and I won't, I won't use her name, but I'm going to find her because I think she's like a grown up now. So she's probably on Facebook. I think we're Facebook friends um, that she she failed her geometry as well the first time. And this is like in year two or three of Patriot. She failed her geometry as well the first time around. And then uh, she I mean, it was it was awful. Right. And so we do all this work and we get ready and we do the retake, you know, a couple of weeks later or whatever. And I get the results. I was still the department chair. So I had access to like test results like immediately. So I go in like the moment she clicks submit, I'm like, refresh, 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 refresh. refresh. <laughs> and and I see that she passed. And so I go find her. I go find her. And she happened to be in the hall. And it was right. I'll never forget this. It was right in front of the li- library. And I said, hey, Brooke, you passed. And she goes, it was like, I don't know if you guys are Seinfeld fans, but it was very. Yes. It was, yeah. She 
went, Ow. yes, it was, she went all the lane on me and yelled, get, I think she might yell, shut up. And I get up and, yeah. sho- and shoved me. And I'm, I'm not a small guy and she was not a big person. And she just shoved me. Like, shut that real, up. That, uh, isn't that amazing? That yeah, energy that's yeah, inside that is. Yeah, people. I, 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 I think I know both of you well enough to know, and it's true for me too, that I, I miss the energy of school. Yes. Like I, yes. I just missed that. All so I, I have to mention though, another little nature thing that's really been an aha this week for me. What's so that? part of what I've been doing since I've been gone along with doing all of this online stuff is I've been looking at one little area of my yard and I've got a black walnut tree there. And so there's my master naturalist coming out. Black walnut trees are something called allelopathic. So they put out a chemical that stops other things from growing there. Shut up. Wow. Yes. So I've been trying to sit, figure out, well, what can I do? What can I plant there? And, you know, nature has its way. And so yeah, I, I decided to say, well, let's go with what's evolved together. What works with the black walnut tree are those organisms that can live with the black walnut tree. Why am I pushing against something right. that doesn't work? And right. I think that was one of my aha moments with this whole transition that we're going on with virtual. And and I need to think about what I do and not try and push away from what I do, but instead go with what works for me and find ways around it. Right. And so instead, what I've done with my black walnut tree is I have have all these native plants that are growing there now and and I've transplanted things and so I have all sorts of things growing and thriving this week underneath that black walnut tree and it's because I kind of went with what nature allows and that's, that's my lesson for me is that I have to do what's good for me right and so I need to figure out how to make this work for me and not yes. what works for all these other people I feel like a lot of us are learning that lesson, though, that um, our, our usual process of teaching has kind of it's it's you've had to kind of stay, take a step back and sort of remold how it happens. And to your to your point on my long, regular walk, um, there's several like um, signs on the side of the road that have those poles that are square and that have the holes in them. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've noticed more and more, like so many of them have like vines that have grown in and out and around. And I'm like, yep, that's nature telling them you can't stop me. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Melinda, you went a little bit Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park there just now. I don't know if you knew that, but like you went a little bit, you know, where he talks to me, he's like, uh, nature uh, finds a way. It does. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. It really and does. so guess what? Mrs. Landry will find a way to make <laughs> right. this work. Indeed. Well, I am know. too stubborn to not find a way there to make you go. it work. Master naturalist. Yes. Yeah. You uh, are. For, there you for go. those of us and that pond are. Pondmaster. Pondmaster. That's right. Yes. I feel like uh, everybody at the beginning of pandemic times was baking and cooking and things like that. And now I feel like everyone's gardening. So I need a gardening tip if you've got it. Uh, we are growing, trying to grow things obviously right now and things are starting to bloom and come about and whatnot. And the bunnies and chipmunks and things are just eating everything. Uh, We thought we were going to have strawberries and there's nothing worse than a five-year-old and a seven-year-old going outside to harvest their strawberries and discovering there are no strawberries. There aren't even unripened ones anywhere. Like there, what can we do? So work with nature again. That's what you you have to understand that if you have an ecosystem in your yard, that things are supposed to eat other things. But if you want to protect your things from those, then you're going to have to put 
I hate to tell you, some kind of barrier up. Okay. So if you want those strawberries, well, grow them in a strawberry pot on your deck so that the bunnies and everything can't get to them. Or if you're going to grow those strawberries in your yard, you make those little U-shaped upside down tent covers over them and it stops uh, the bunnies from getting in on okay. them. Okay. I didn't know yeah, that one. But if you have a plant that animals don't eat it's probably not something that's good for the environment. (laughs) Probably probably not something I want in my kitchen either. (laughs) Good point. Good point. Um, I'd like to revisit something we brought up earlier because I had to figure it out. So, so Lidl or L I D L um, it's pronounced in Germany, Lidl. um, And then in, uh, in English, I believe it's, it's L I D slash U H L. Is that little? Yeah, little yeah, or little. No, I See, think that'd be little. Yeah, I, I don't like that. little. I can't say. I that. don't like little either. Yeah, so let's so. just all agree that you call it what you want as long as yes. you go with your avocados for avocado toast. Exactly. As long as you bring yes, your own, it bring, all comes and, back to the avocado and, toast. And bring your own brown bags because that's that's good. Yes. Yep. Indeed. Well, Miss Landry, we really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. It was nice to finally have you on. I feel like you've contributed yes. to the show a bunch. And so now it's you an actually honor. get to be on it the show. It was an honor for me too. <laughs> honor for me too. Awesome. All right. Well, hopefully we can see each other soon better than this, yes. but in the meantime, take care of yourself. Yes. Thank you so much. Take All care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hey folks, we can now be found on a diverse directory of delightful podcast platforms. Just search for The Patriot Podcast. God, that was awesome. Um, be sure to follow us on all the social medias. The show is at Patriot underscore podcast. Uh, Janine is at Senora Byers and I'm at Mr. Numero. And all of our uh, podcast stuff can be found at the website, which is podcast.patrioths.com. That's it for today's episode. The quote today is from Thomas Edison. Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Be kind to yourselves and each other.